Here in Ethiopia helped save 20 from malaria. And Salif in Mali helped save 30 from the effects of malnutrition. Help one, save many. Visit goodgoes.org to find all the ways you can help the good go further. Brought to you by Save the Children and the Ad Council. Oh yeah, this is Koinonia. This is the dance hall. <laughs> it's time for Revelation Wellness. Healthy and whole, Elisa Keaton is in the house. Yes. What would we possibly be doing? If we were in your class right now and we were listening to this particular piece of music, What's some possibilities of things we'd be doing? Well, I have to laugh because I'm thinking of any of my students that are listening right now are probably at attention. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I need to be. We, <laughs> their, their anxiety just went up. <laughs> um, but I, they'd probably be doing some squats or some push-ups or just some punching, all kinds of movement. Now, I saw something on TV. I know we're not. We, we you, you, you said we're going to talk exercise today, and I know you're mm. you're, you're pulling the fast with some. I honest. am. But I, I have to say this. A couple of weeks ago, I was watching ESPN2, and it was the World Fitness oh, competition games or competition. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was watching the women, <laughs> and there wasn't a single thing that I could do. Yeah. Now, I don't – not the 10 things yeah. they were doing in yeah. a row. Yeah. There wasn't a single thing – well, maybe the sled pull, <laughs> you know, because I, I got some I got some mass right. that – might help me in that sure but the the toe to bar thing <laughs> i looked at that and i thought nah. yeah and i think that isn't that true because we see that's what the world is calling fitness and we immediately go there's well there's no way like, yeah. I, I can't do that and I, I, there's 30 events and i'm going no there's no, not a single one of those it's i can overwhelming. do it's too much no that's not what the type of fitness we're, we're going to be talking about next time well and we're actually going to talk about eating what is this uh you know several weeks in Mm -hmm. uh, we've really gone on a journey. For mm -hmm. people that have been following this, uh, mm -hmm. these segments, I know I've learned a lot. And, awesome. you know, there's really things that God wants us to know about us. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and we've been talking, you know, the food thing. I've said last week, so proud that we've waited for so long to not go to food because it's mm -hmm. the first thing we usually go to where we've spent so much time just pressing in to the Lord, hearing from him, confessing our needs for him. But we do need to talk a little bit longer about food because I think he wants to speak to us even in the practicality of life of how we eat. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things, uh, just a few weeks ago, someone was teaching on Daniel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was not going to eat the king's meat. Right. Uh, because it wasn't healthy. It wasn't, um, you know, what God said to eat. That's exactly it. And last week we talked about what, how to eat, how much to eat. Because I said a lot of times you just can only afford what you can afford. It truly is to eat healthy, to eat the vegetables and the things that God would given us. It has been priced way out of our ability now. I mean, the cost to eat healthy is, it's high. And we have to make some sacrifices so last week we talked about how we can approach whatever we're eating, whatever's placed in front of us, how we could eat that. How do we approach uh, with a good mind to eat uh, enough, eat steady throughout the day, and to slow down when we eat. So those are just some tools. But I do want to talk practical because this is probably the most common question I get. What should I eat? 
what should I eat? Because that just something we can control. What yeah. goes in our mouth, we can control. So people generally ask, what should I eat? Uh, and I like to always take it to, we need to look at what has God given us to eat. Uh, the food that God gave us to eat, as you mentioned, like Daniel understood, these were the foods that God gave me. These are the foods that make me feel closest to my God because he's created them for me. And in Genesis 1, 28, I love how we, Genesis 1, 28 and 29, in verse 28, it says, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish, over the sea and the birds of the air and every living creature that moves on the ground. So he tells us what we are to do. He sets our purpose. He gives us our, our job to do. But then in the next verse, he goes right in to tell us what we have to eat. Verse 29, he says, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed with it, they will be your food to eat. So he is so smart. He tells us what we're going to do. What's our, what's our mission? Everyone is here to increase good into the world, to bring love and joy and increase the good measure of God's goodness here. But he gives us right the fuel we're going to need to do it. Mm. It's, it. It goes hand in hand, the foods we are to have. Um, and I think what's happened in our society, especially in Western medicine, and ever since the Industrial Revolution, we have learned how to manufacture food. We've learned, and, and it's interesting because canning food, preserving food was a good thing because it was back when we had uh, famines and we would have uh, different um, things come, like uh, weather changes. And so to can food in the winter was, was brilliant. Mm -hmm. But then we kind of went further and further with man started realizing, oh, I can can this and have it and sell it. And then I always have it. So man kind of stepped in, which is a blessing that we could, we could change some things about how we eat, how we use food. But it, we've taken it so far gone now that we have processed all our foods, that every we eat things out of our pantry more than we eat them out of our refrigerator. Right. Bottom line. Yeah. So we have to be mindful that there are foods out there that are not the best food to eat. It does come down to exercising good choices. God has given us, he loves us so much, he gives us a will to choose. Everything, every day, choose which God we will serve, choose what attitude we will have, choose the food that we will eat. And I know this, I wish it was easier than that, but this is where I think we have to be exercised and disciplined, mm -hmm. what foods we will choose. I, I love the story. I was thinking, as you all know, I mean, obviously, a, a processed food, you can kind of come to vision what that is, and then foods that God has given us. My son and my uh, husband, we're done with a baseball game a football game recently and afterwards we went by a circle k or whatever and my husband was hungry and my son was thirsty so they went in and my son ended up getting just a bottle of water that was he wasn't really hungry but he got a, a, a smart water and he walked out well my husband was hungry and he ended up getting a hot dog and a coke and so we're walking out and it was quick it was convenient we're walking out and jack says daddy what did you get to eat he goes, oh, I got a hot dog and a Coke. And, and he said, what'd you get? He goes, I just bought this water. And my husband looked at the smart water and said, well, Simon, or Jack, you chose smart water. Daddy chose dumb food and dumb drink. Mm. And it really was just the exercise. He could have yeah. chose something else, but he took the easy route. Yeah. And I'm sure you were rushing to the uh, car, making sure nobody saw you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are there are definitely times. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, making this simple, uh, everybody wants some kind of, uh, you know, plan or scheme mm -hmm. uh, that we uh, we want to be aware of that. What food should we be aware of that can really take us captive? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just to simplify these processed foods, hey, I'm going to name five different foods. 
I'm sure as I name one, you're going to be drawn to one that is probably the one that really gets you. And then the others are probably rolled in there somewhere because they all are in those processed foods that we eat. So sugar is the first one. I'm going to point that one out because the thing about sugar, it has been proven to be as addicting as heroin. Wow. As addic- mm-hmm. Because what happens, our own body, our own God-given creation has been created to create... Um, when we are stressed out, we have our own innate ability to calm ourselves, to soothe ourselves. We have chemicals and hormones that will release if we're willing to slow down and to breathe, to draw presence near God. Whatever it is we're needing, we can get it. It's in our own biological makeup. But somewhere down the line, early on, we ran to food or we've mm-hmm. used other things. And it gives us a quick release of right. that emotion of pleasure, of relaxation. So our endorphins kick in. We take sugar. Our endorphins kick in and we feel better. But then there's a crash mm-hmm. and then we need more. And right. eventually the more that we have, we shut down our own body's ability, own natural given ability to produce the hormone itself. So sugar is this vicious cycle. You want it, you don't want it, you have it, then you need it, and then you're stuck in it. So sugar, and with sugar comes high fructose corn syrup. That goes into all uh, drinks and sodas and yogurts. I mean, it's, it's hidden in there. They use that on those, in those foods, even dairy foods, to pump up the flavor. So sugar is a definite hidden one. You have to read your, read things, read things without obsessing about it. But if you don't know what's in your food, right. start reading some labels and see if there are lists, if there are things that you cannot, cannot pronounce, pronounce it's not from God. Yeah. That God, the man has stepped in there and, and altered it. And then refined grain. So that's like enriched white flours. Refined grain is a the way they strip down. They take a grain and just strip it and strip it and strip it down. And processed food is really a way of thinking, this is kind of gross, but I feel like you need the visual. Processed food is as you give the food to someone else to eat it and chew it up and then spit it back into you. Wow. When your body was created to break it down itself, mm-hmm. to work it out, to, to have to apply what's given, uh, what's created in your body to do. Sure. And then trans fats, those are but, uh, rooms or oils that are now at room temperature and solid. So uh, butter... Um, hydrogenated oils, anything that can stand at room temperature and just stay there, Crisco, lard. Uh, it, you should really, our fats should come from oils, from monosaturated oils, uh, olive oil, uh, canola oil. Oils, not things that can stand at room temperature and be used in baking and things like that. So careful. And then the final one is alcohol. <laughs> it's not really a food group, but we've made it one in America. Sure. Well, and uh, uh, just learning from some of your uh, written information, uh, wine, for example, mm-hmm. uh, the body really uses it quickly mm-hmm. and can get in the way of mm-hmm. uh, using other foods. That's right. Yeah. When we drink alcohol, the body, it gives first priority. It shuts everything else down. So your body now has to process alcohol, which is actually, it's kind of like uh, processing molasses. It's very slow. So everything gets pushed into reserve because alcohol takes uh, preeminence in processing through your body. So that's why people who drink tend to store fat in their bellies mm-hmm. and store areas um because your body goes, well, I've got to process this first. And uh, we'll, we'll deal with whatever later. I remember uh, Covert Bailey used to talk about fit or fat. Yeah, and, fit, uh, I that uh, That's uh, possibly something we get into a little bit more next week. But mm-hmm. I've always remembered that. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, I w- I, I, if I was fit, if I was using this for energy, that's different. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just eating it that's right. for pleasure, then it's, you know what? 
chances are my body's going to treat it the same way. Right to fat. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Uh, Well, uh, closing thoughts. First Corinthians six twelve. Everything is permissible for me, folks, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but you will not be mastered by anything. Mm. Apply it. Absolutely. This is such great information. Elisa Keaton, Revelation Wellness, healthy and whole. How can people get a hold of you? Uh, online at revelationwellness.org, Facebook, YouTube channel. And, and we're going to talk next week about some exercise. Yes. You've done some fun things with that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm going to uh, get off my uh, crutches and... and <laughs> Well, but you actually have exercise for people uh, like shape. myself That's that right. really out of shape and uh, right. able to get moving forward. So awesome. next week. Sounds good. You are listening to Koinonia on AM 1360. Find us online and follow us on Facebook, kpxq1360.com. We have tickets to give away to Where Is God? Ravi Zacharias this Sunday night at Grand Canyon University. Uh, as long as you can use the tickets and you can get to the radio station this week to pick them up, they're yours as long as they last anyway 602-277-1360 602-277-1360